I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today as you are making an intentional choice to not just make Easter a one-day celebration that's mostly about a fancy dress and chocolate-filled bunnies, but to make it about knowing the one we are celebrating that day, Jesus. Over the next seven weeks, we will slow down the final days of Jesus' life. We will take a peek into each of these moments so that we can know Him better. I want to teach you some common Lent practices, Bible study, fasting, Lent candles, repentance, and prayer. I will guide you through implementing each of these. Help me spread the message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media, and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know all of us struggle with how to really focus on Jesus during Easter. And it's crazy because this should be the holiday we go all in for. But I get it, we've never been shown how. My friend, that all changes with this study. We are going to do this together. This Lent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. I would love for you to join our community as we are growing even more in God's Word. And I'm giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This will be automatically applied when you sign up today. This spring, we are studying the book of James, which is the perfect complement to this final day's Lent study, because it was one of the very first letters written to the first followers of Jesus. So as you are studying the final days of Jesus' life, you will see how the first followers lived it out. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. All right, let's get started with today's session. No fear in the light. If you haven't already, spend some time in prayer. Praise God. Repent of sin. Ask for others and yourself. Yield to God. Then wait and listen. Fears can be crippling or at best limiting. Fears have kept me from so many things. Fear of failure kept me from writing for years. Fear of success kept me from starting a business. Only us women can have a fear of failure and success at the same time. Fear of rejection has kept me from so many amazing friendships. Fear of quitting again has kept me from so many healthy choices. Fear of loneliness had kept me in countless wrong relationships, both dating and friendships. I could fill all the pages of this study with my fears. Question, what are some fears you have and how do you keep and what do they keep you from? Prompt. Read Psalm 27.1 and write out what three things are said of the Lord. Psalm 27.1 The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Have you ever tried to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night? Or been walking to the front door once it's really dark outside? It's hard to do. Before cell phones, I'm not sure what people did. That built-in flashlight has done amazing things for helping us see in the dark. It's crazy what such a small light can do to fill an entire room. If you're doing Lent candles, blow out one more candle. You should have five left lit. Question. How do your fears and darknesses feel similar? The unknown is the worst. Not being sure what will happen can cripple us. Let's define the three descriptors of God from Psalm 27.1. Don't stress over this. There isn't a right or wrong answer. Just write what he means to you in each of these contexts. God is my light. God is my salvation. God is the stronghold of my life. 
When we focus less on what we fear and focus more on God, then the fears lessen. I love how the message translates this verse, light, space, zest, that's God. So with him on my side, I'm fearless, afraid of no one and no thing. All of a sudden, what we fear, our worst case scenarios aren't as scary. The unknown remains unknown, but our light, our salvation, our stronghold is with us. I met a woman this past year whose story I will never forget. She had experienced so much loss, a stillborn, a miscarriage, and then lost two babies during their first year of life. Just a few years following those tragedies, she found out her husband wanted out of their marriage and had already been involved with others. I'm not sure I've heard a more devastating story. I don't know how you recover from that. One night, a group of us gathered around a fireplace with tears streaming down all of our cheeks as she continued her story. You know what people tell me? That's the worst story imaginable. Nothing is more horrible than what you have been through. For years, I agreed. For years, I believed that to be true. But you know what? It isn't the worst. The worst would be to be without Jesus. I was speechless. I couldn't imagine saying the same thing. Remember how I shared the story about my cancer scare this past fall? That first call telling me I needed to see an oncologist came days before I left for this retreat to meet this woman. Her perspective shifted how I walked through this health scare the following months. When things would become scary or dark, I'd remember the worst would be to be without Jesus. So he became everything for me. When I'd fear what would happen to my girls if they lost their mom, or if Chris would still think I was beautiful if I lost my hair, I'd remember that Jesus was the only thing I needed. Let's apply this principle to our fears we listed out. Write out your fears on the left, and then draw an arrow connecting each fear to God is light. I know it's scary. I don't ever mean to say that our struggles aren't struggles. Your struggles are significant. There's a reason the Bible says, do not fear or some variation of that more than 300 times. He sees your fear and he doesn't want you to be fearful any longer. Prompt, write this down. He sees my fear. As an audio user, I want you to say out loud if you can, he sees my fear. He isn't telling you to get over it. He is telling you to let him into it. Read Psalm 56, 8 through 13, and note what it means to you. Psalm 56, 8 through 13. Record my misery. List my tears on your skull. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this I will know that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I am not afraid. What can man do to me? I am under vows to you, my God. I will present my thank offering to you, for you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. You have a good father who takes note of all your emotions. He tenderly saves them and treasures them. Not a one is wasted on him. He will deliver you. While things seem dark, light is coming when we trust in him. Let's wrap up. What should you do? 
How can you apply what you have heard today? James one twenty two. And who should you tell? What is something you can share about today? And who should you share this with? My prayer for you is that you would feel like you know Jesus more as we work our way through his final days. His story is the reason we celebrate on Easter Sunday because it's the thing that has totally changed our lives. I so hope this was encouraging to you. If it was, it would be so helpful if you would leave a review for this show. If it wasn't, well, you don't have to leave a review. Finally, please share this with your friends. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free and super easy to do Lent study. And when you share about it on social media, be sure to use hashtag hearers and doers podcast and tag me at Becky Kaiser. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at onlinewomensbiblestudy.com. I'll see you tomorrow with another final day's episode.